I need to, I need to learn how to practice my uh, what do you call it? Your vocal exercises, exercises and warm up warm ups. Yeah. La be da me ni po tu la be da me ni po tu la la be da me ni po tu la be da me ni po tu la. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. This is the Always More Podcast. All right, all right, all right. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Always More Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Here we believe that there is always more room at the table for honest questions, meaningful conversations, and deeper understanding. Today on the pod, we're talking about our reviews and recommendations of the week, things in the news you probably didn't hear about, Stealing submarines, cats on a plane, stealing playground equipment, uh, the great mystery of ghosts, shower thoughts with Chris, listener questions, and so much more. But first, a simple welcome. Hello, Tim. Hello! My best friend. <laughs> My guiding light. Aww. I'm, I'm stealing all your intros. Thanks. That's really all I got. <laughs> You're right. There is so much pressure with that. It's like, oh. See? I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> I, I like, don't know if I want that in my life. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm already responsible for two children and a wife. Like, I don't know if I can handle extra people on top of that. <laughs> I don't need that extra pressure <laughs> in my life. How's uh, it going, man? Dude, it's going good. I'm glad that you and I are sitting in the same room. We have good microphones. Finally, right? <laughs> We're alive. We're healthy. Mostly. Mostly? Well, I have diabetes, so. Oh. Chris! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're accurate on that, but you're you're okay, right? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's good. I'm not dying. I mean, we're all kind of dying in a Sylvia Plath, Tibetan monk sort of way, but outside of that, you know, I'm fine. <sighs> Right. Yeah, we're alive. I'm we're breathing. I'm glad that we're okay. We're 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 all okay here. Everything's fine. It's okay. How are you? We're coming to check on you. <laughs> um I'm ready to do this podcast. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm happy. I got we got energy drinks as uh, per use. Right. Per use. We got doing a podcast with your best friend. I mean, life I mean, life's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's no, pretty no. nice. It, it's it's really nice. It's it's been a relaxing day for me. Um, I worked for a little bit, but you know, yeah, I make insane. my own hours, so <laughs> it's been a good day. It's good. Yeah, I I worked from nine to five or eight to five actually, but working eight to five. That's all I know of that song. I have, and yeah. it, it's not even eight to five. It's a nine, nine to five. To five. Yeah. Isn't isn't that Dolly Parton? Probably. I feel like I would know more about it. Someone's screaming at me, telling me I'm wrong right now. That's probably what's happening. It's like, no, it's actually this person. It probably is Dolly Parton. I mean, it sounds like Dolly Parton. I don't know. It's I, a good song. I'll give it to Dolly Parton even if it's not her. I remember it in a, I think it was in a musical that Jessica brought me to. Oh, man. Now Jessica's going to get at me. She's going to be the one yelling. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Let's get this thing going because we got some good, fun stuff to talk about. I'm really excited about this episode. Uh, dude, let's just dive in. All right. Let's do it, man. Let's talk about, uh, we're still coming up with the name. People, we need you. We need you to come up with a name for us because we are not creative enough to come up with a name for this segment. Uh, but we need reviews and recommendations of the week. That, that's that's the that's the that's the pending title, not pending. That's the temporary. That's the one we've been using. So I think you're an amateur. I'm an amateur. Correct. We're definitely not professional at this. No. And we're reviewing things. So as of right now, we're just going to call it amateur reviews. Amateur and reviews. And we'll go from there. Sounds good. Uh, that's the time in the pod where two unprofessional people give you their opinions on things that you did not ask for. <laughs> uh, so what do you got for me, Tim? All right. So I recently – there's more things. I, I, I love watching movies and uh, documentaries and shows and stuff. So that's just my thing. I love to uh, dig into those things. And recently, uh, there are two things that I watched or, or concluded that I really liked. Uh, one was a documentary called Operation Odessa. Have you heard anything about this? Nothing. Okay, so let me give you some context, okay? This is the 1980s, 1990s, and uh, it's all about the, um, is it Medina Cartel? Medi- Hold on. Medellin. Med- Medellin. Say it for me. I can't say Spanish. Spell I it. M-E-D-E-L-L and the I with a little thing, Mark. Oh, I don't know. Medellin. Medellin? It was. Pa- it you was would pa- think so, Medellin. Yeah, it was Pablo Escobar's. I don't know. 
Okay, anyways. Okay, so the whole context is um, Pablo Escobar, if you guys don't know who he is, um, he was a drug lord dealer. Literally, he made more money. I think he was like number three at the time. Made the most money in the whole world. Um, incredibly horrible. Selling cocaine, all this stuff. He's a horrible human being, but anyways. Wonderful uh, business acumen. <laughs> I mean, um, and, and okay, so th- there's that in the background. And then the, do- the documentary is about this guy named Tiger. Or he's one of the main guys. And he was this Russian um, guy who tried to make his – he came to the U.S. In, uh, in New York in, like, nineteen late 1980s. And then he moved down to Florida in Miami. And he started this strip club. And I, listen, guys, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting documentary. I'm not recommending anything that's happening in the documentary. But – and so he starts a strip club, but then he gets connected with the cartel. And essentially uh, him and a few other partners start doing things for Pablo Escobar and the cartel, uh, including one big thing they did is they stole helicopters. Now, here's some important context is during – I think it was 1993, 92, uh, the Soviet – Soviet commun- – not communion – Soviet Union collapsed. And so at the time, like, there was a government, but it wasn't, like, super organized or, like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just – it was just all – here's what happened. It, it was a rudimentary government. Correct. So these guys, you know, Tiger and a few of their friends, they go to Russia, and they just buy two helicopters. Now, in mind, Pablo Escobar is, like I said, filthy rich. Filthy rich. Right. So they use his money, go buy two helicopters, take it from Russia, and bring it all the way back to Colombia. That's where Pablo is at. And then Pablo and them had a great idea. Let's get a submarine. We, 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 it's hard to get our drugs from Colombia to the United States. <laughs> Let's get a submarine. That's what every young drug lord needs. Right. So Tiger and these guys, they start working on it. And they actually go to Russia they meet up with some generals. They meet up with some of these guys there, and they actually talk about and get close to actually getting a submarine. They take pictures in it. I mean, think about this. Ordinary citizens – I mean, they're not ordinary, but non-military people, civilians, are purchasing a submarine. Now, here's how close it got. That's that's your Second Amendment at its works right there. <laughs> I mean, that's at its peak. Okay, so um, – they got the money. Pablo gave these guys the money, and then they're betrayed by this name guy, Nelton Yester. And uh, he was one of the guys that was working on the deal, and he just, like, stole half the money and ran away. Smart. Right, which prevented them from getting the submarine and all these other things happened where everyone got caught and put in jail and all kind of fun stuff like that. But anyways, Operation Odessa, very interesting. I think I saw it on Amazon Prime. Very intriguing and very, like, I'm excited talking about it. Sounds it, like a crazy story. It's a crazy, wild sure. story. Uh, okay, and then the last thing, and I know you're going to be involved with this too because you finished it and you watched it, and that was freaking WandaVision. Oh, my God. That was such a good show. Okay, 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 okay. No spoilers, though. No, okay, no spoilers. I mean, why not, though? It's been like two weeks. That's enough for any Marvel fan, for sure, any comics fan, but for the casual viewer. Okay, 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 okay. I won't spoil anything. Let, let me, let me, Chris, what did you think? I mean, I, I agree with you. Wonderful show. But what did you feel like at the end of the last episode? What did you feel? I felt a range of emotions, uh, questions beyond belief, but I, I loved the ride. Yes. Um, I know I woke up the next Friday, like, not knowing what to do with my life. <laughs> Because my show was over, right? Uh, but it, it was it was a fun ride. Like yes. I really appreciated the way they tied in the uh, the TV tropes of the right. decades for the first few episodes. Uh, so you know you got like the black and whites from like the fifties, and then when they jumped to the eighties, you could see all the different styles and the haircuts right. and all that. When they did the the two thousands, it was like that modern family style. Yes, the interviews and all of that with the hidden camera. Right, I, I really liked it. The camera work was great. The writing was phenomenal. Costuming was great. Yeah, come on, it was it was such a good show. Okay, so catch this. I I, I remember hearing this, but I didn't actually know. It. I want to look it up. So the budget, you know, you know how much money uh, or how much each episode costs for WandaVision? I'm guessing probably about half the budget of a movie of a Marvel movie. I actually don't know how much that normally is, but each episode, and there's what, nine episodes? It was $25 million per episode. Holy crap. $25 million per episode? I think, I think, and if I remember, I remember hearing this in a podcast, but the, the closest to that in a TV show was Lost, and they only had like $11 million per episode. 
these guys were not messing around with this show. They put some quality. They put their money where their mouth was. Um, I mean, I loved it. I, I remember walking – or not walking out. It's not a movie theater. Oh, those were the days. Uh, I remember, you know, after I was watching it, I, I remember loving the show and also wanting more. And I guess that's a good thing. But I remember just, like, there's so many things that are like, I wish they could have concluded this. I know they're trying to keep people hooked and stuff, but it's like, right. ah. I, I need a little bit more answers. I need a few more things. I need I need to feel a little bit more resolution. It was good, but I need a little bit more. Yeah. I think that's where I, I, I ended at. Okay, fair enough. I mean, there's definitely going to be more, though. This is just like one of the first pieces of Phase 4. True, true. And Marvel is not one to disappoint. Very true, very true. All right, I've talked too much. Chris, what, what did you watch? What do you recommend? Okay, so my recommendations of the week, um, there's a show on Netflix called Good Girls. It stars um, Christina Hendricks and a few other people, but it's basically the story of these three women that get themselves into financial straits, like out, nothing outside of like normal life. Right. But the way they decide to deal with it, rather than getting a second job or selling Mary Kay or whatever, they decide to rob a grocery store. Oh, naturally. Which, you know, sounds like it'd be fine. There's a couple hundred thousand in the, in the back, you know, yeah. they'd split it three ways, pay their bills and be done. But what they didn't realize when they knocked over the grocery store is that the grocery store was actually the front for a local gang. Nice. So they ended up with millions of dollars, and the gang tracked them down. And so, you know, it's kind of a comedy, kind of an action thriller, mystery show. It it covers a wide range. Yeah. You're following these three distinct individual women. Two of them are sisters. One of them is their best friend. Mm. Um, Shows their family life, how they're, like, combining that with the new financial level they're in, plus (laughs) the fact that they're all just inducted into this gang now. (laughs) It, it's got three seasons. It's really good. I would suggest definitely checking that good one girls. out. Good okay. girls. Good girls. It is, it's so great. It also has uh, Matthew Lillard in it. Who's uh, that? Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Oh! Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. yeah he's he's a great actor. Yeah, like, yeah. Phenomenal show. I would definitely suggest that one. Now, you're talking about the original Scooby-Doo. Or like the, the original the live, live action. The live yeah. action Scooby-Doo. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. And then second suggestion, this one was on HBO Max. So if you don't have it, Get it. Do you have HBO Max? I do. Do Why you did, not? No. Why didn't you tell me? I could have been using your password. No, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Winky face. <laughs> I thought you knew. I thought you had it. No. Okay. No, I've been using someone else's. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> well, you, thank, if, thank if you, you have someone else's, you don't need mine. There you uh, go. That's true. That's true. Still. Okay, whatever, whatever. All right, go so on, this on. movie... Uh, was Melissa McCarthy. Okay, yeah. And um, and James Corden. And this one is called Super Intelligence. Okay. With Melissa McCarthy and James Corden, hilariously. it's Yeah, know. brilliant. And then all the people that are usually in Melissa McCarthy's movies, you know, her own husband is one of the FBI agents. You're right. <laughs> um, so this movie is about the most average woman on the face of the planet, just like some literally the most average, picked out by an artificial intelligence program to determine whether humans are worth saving or if they need to be just wiped out entirely and the planet given the chance to restart. So he's uh, the super intelligence just randomly shows up like on her TV and over her radio, her phone, like any way you can communicate with a super intelligent AI. Yeah. And it starts like it's talking to her. It's like, Hey, look, you're the most average person in the world. And she's just like, ouch, thanks. I guess. (laughs) And he's like, I'm just going to, observe you for a few days and determine whether or not to kill all of humanity <laughs> objectively. Like there's no malice behind no it. No pressure. Yeah. He's, he's not like, I'm going to destroy everything. It's like no malice. He's just like, is this the best thing or what, what's the deal? Yeah. I'm just going to watch you for a few days. <laughs> so like he puts money in her bank account. He gets her like a Tesla that with the auto driving thing, right. of course, so he can control where she goes naturally. Yeah. Sets her up on dates and just kind of wants to observe <laughs> the full human perspective. And it, it's a really cool movie. Interesting. Um, obviously, Melissa McCarthy is hilarious in it because she's hilarious in everything she does. <laughs> and I would definitely suggest that one for a laugh. Cool. Nice. All right. Well, I'll definitely put on my list. The, the ever expanding list that I have, I will put it on there. Yeah, but we talked about this already. All my stuff goes to the top. Okay, if you say so. All right, well, hey, we got another segment, a new one that we uh, introduced last week that I really love, and I think it's really exciting, and it's called, I don't know who needed to hear this, but 
Okay, I don't know who needed to hear this, but if you can smell yourself just even a little bit, others can smell you a lot. Truth. We are desensitized to our own personal fragrance. So if you if so if it makes it past your brain that you smell, other people can definitely smell you. And it's nasty. Though. It is nasty. Junior high boys, I'm talking about you. Put Always. on that deodorant. Yeah, please. If I can't smell my deodorant actively, <laughs> I'm trying to take a shower or put on more deodorant or something. Right. Like if if like there's no smell, I just assume it's bad. Yep. Yep. So that's that's my thing. Um, I don't know who needed to hear this, but the geese at the park are not your friends. Oh, geese are not nice. That's <laughs> true. They're if, they're evil. <laughs> if, and if you see a swan at the lake, just Run. leave. Yeah, it, it's not even worth your time. No, <laughs> don't take your kids out. Don't try to take selfies. Run. I love I love it. It's like watching those stupid videos on the internet where people are like, oh, it'd be a great selfie. Let's go up there. No, those things will poke out your yeah, eyes. No, like you, you can will. you can hang out with ducks. Ducks are cool. Right. Ducks are chill. My daughter loves ducks. <laughs> but when the geese start coming, we start running. Yeah, get out. It's not safe. Uh, it's not safe. All right. Well, hey, that was a fun, quick segment. Yeah, it was. I like that <laughs> one. We should keep that one around for a while. Uh, next up, though, let's move on to what did I miss? You got to keep doing that. Do it again. Do it again. <clears throat> Love it. All right. So this. Okay. Sorry. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> All right. So this is the part of the show where we like to present you with some news this week that you probably didn't hear about. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm going to play my video for you guys. Oh, okay. All right. Because. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited about this. This. <laughs> this one just, it got me. A man in Washington state is under arrest after police say he sawed off a 400-pound slide from a playground, repainted it, and mounted it on a child's bunk bed in his mobile <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, so <laughs> this story was – it really got me. It's uh, from Pasco, Washington. Police in Washington say that a man stole a 400-pound slide from a park <laughs> and mounted it to the bed in his home for his kid. <laughs> Oh they the police tweeted about it. There, there's a picture of him, and he looks exactly how you would expect. <laughs> I'm going to send this to you, Tim, so you can put this in the notes. Yes, a uh, 30 year old Dustin Allen Bushnell. Uh, police said that he was booked on an investigative hold for possession of stolen property. And usually, when you hear that, you think like, "Oh, yeah, he may have stole like a, a street sign, right. or he like robbed somebody's house and took something out of yeah, their yard yeah. or whatever." No, it, it was a 400 pound <laughs> slide from the park. The dedication, like that, is the dad who loves his kids. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. And out of makes this. terrible decisions <laughs> at the same time. Like, I don't know if I'm more proud, more upset, or more impressed. You know, it, it's it's one of those things. It's like that's going to make a really great story one day. <laughs> you know, it's like it's a really dumb move, but if you know if everything works out and you know he pay off all the fines and you know child grows up happy in a good stable home, that's going to be a hilarious story one day. Yeah, I, what does a slide cost? Is that grand larceny or is that just like regular theft? Like I don't know. I mean, it's public prop. I mean, no, it's not public prop. What is it? Is it, it depends on the park, I guess. If I it's guess like so. a public park or if it's like one from his neighborhood. Yeah. How did he get the slide to his house? That is a great. That's a four hundred pound slide. That's a that's a heavy thing. How I did mean, you get it in the house? What did he use to mount it? Ooh, we should, yeah, we should investigate more. I like that. We're gonna have to look into this. Yes, we are. <laughs> if it's worth telling you guys next time, we will. We will. <laughs> for now, a four hundred. I mean, okay. I used to live in a, in a in a mobile home, so I know like it's tight corners. It's 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 a it's you know it's a little confined. Most of them are, and it's hard to get around. I'm trying to figure out how this dude fits anything that's over four hundred pounds in this house with the same dedication that he has for his kids. That's how. <laughs> Was it like it was like those stories you hear where like 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 the car crash and the mom just has like this superpower to like be able to lift a car off their child? It's yeah. like <laughs> mama bear strength, right? But it's like papa bear stupidity, I guess. <laughs> you know what? My kids really love this slide. I'm gonna bring it home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I stuff. would not have arrested this guy. No, I mean. It's a lot- <laughs> It's like last week's. It's like you know, sorry, sir. You want me to go arrest a man who deadlifted a four hundred pound slide? Can we just give him a warning, <laughs> <laughs> sir? Is that our slide? No, no. Your slide, I believe, was green. Right. This one is now blue. <laughs> it's not the same slide. <laughs> I, I got. <laughs> it's good enough for me. I, I got it from my slide guy. Okay, I, <laughs> I have a guy. <laughs> I have a guy. Uh, all right. So for my uh, <laughs> my what did I miss? Okay. 
The name of the article is Angry Cat Attacks Pilot Forcing Plane to Make Emergency Landing. What? <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to just read from the article because I can't, I can't do this. A Tarco Airlines Boeing 737 was already 30 minutes into its flight from, I can't pronounce this, Khartoum, Khartoum Sudan, uh, to Qatar's capital when the cat suddenly emerged in the cockpit, according to the February 25th report. Likely alarmed by its unfamiliar surroundings and people, the cat instantly went on the offensive, attacking the pilot. <laughs> I can't get through it. <laughs> went on the offensive, attacking the pilot and resisting attempts to catch it. The whole scene led to the pilot. Uh, the whole scene led the pilot to head back to uh, Khartoum to safely remove the feline passenger, as noted by the UK's Metro. Local reports characterized the cat as aggressive and. Angry. So it was basically just a regular cat then. It was just a regular cat that somehow got into the plane. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like a passenger cat. Like no one like brought this cat onto the plane. It just was at the airport and snuck in. And then when they took off, it flipped out, got into the cockpit, started attacking. <laughs> Could you imagine, bro? Being that I pilot? can't get a bottle of water onto <laughs> a plane, and somehow this cat <laughs> is just like. I guess I'm going to the capital city of Qatar. Look, people, this is a wake-up call, okay? If they can get bring a cat into <laughs> They the... can get anything on there. <laughs> if they can weaponize this cat, <laughs> dude, it's all done with. It's over. We're... <laughs> Maybe this was like a trial run. Like, we're just going to start seeing cats all over the news. Local cat in an airplane. Oh, man. Uh, this cat, like, he popped out and chose you... violence. He just... <laughs> He didn't choose fear. He didn't choose to run away. He chose to go at him. Like, you wanna, put me here. We didn't put you here. You put me here. We didn't put you here. I'll kill you all. What are you doing, cats? <laughs> what I want to know is, like, did he, like, attack from behind or from up front? I want to imagine that this cat, like, jumped into the front of the cockpit, <laughs> faced them, and just charged at their faces. Like, I'm, I'm visualizing this cat, like, coming out from behind the steering wheel, like, oh, yes, excuse me, hello. <laughs> now that I am here. Oh, that is insane. I love the internet. Ah, the internet is a gift that keeps on giving. I'll tell you what. Oh, man. Is that it, Chris? I think that's it for now. Let's go ahead and take a quick little break, and we will be right back with you guys. We're back. We're back. Ah, so our main topic for the day, we're going to talk about this one. Let me get this uh, this sound ready for Tim to go ahead and give it to us. Ghosts. Yes. I know you can't see it, but I'm doing that weird thing where it's like jazz hands, but like spirit fingers. You're but doing super one. You're doing slow. One, you're doing Wanda's. Uh, like the Wandavision finger. Yes. Twisty hand, creepy, ghosty thing. Yeah. So today we're talking about ghosts, which is. By far, one of my least favorite topics. You are, the, okay, for the record, everyone, <laughs> when you're listening to this, okay, I want it to be perfectly clear. Hey, Chris, what should we talk about in, uh, in, the, in the next podcast, huh? Here's a list of ideas. You know, we talk about, uh, we can talk about millennial dad fatherhood. We can talk about, uh, I don't know, all these really big topics. Here's Ghost. If you want to talk about that, yeah, let's do that one. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, Ghost. <laughs> they always tell you face your fears. They never tell you how to face your fears. Very true. So I'm making a podcast about it. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. That's how I face my fears. So we're talking about ghosts today. Um, And ghosts have a really, really big lake that you could dive into as far as information and theories and questions and all that kind of crazy stuff. But we're going to start with what are they? So according to Google, Wikipedia... (laughs) A ghost is the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that can appear to the living. In ghost lore, descriptions of ghosts vary widely from an invisible presence to a translucent or barely visible wispy shape to realistic lifelike forms. The overwhelming consensus of science is that there is no proof that ghosts exist. (laughs) That's what science says. There's no proof. History channel would differ, okay? It's always ghosts or aliens, right? There's never anything else that could be. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so the overwhelming consensus, ghosts don't exist. Their existence is impossible to falsify, however, and ghost hunting has been classified as pseudoscience. Yeah. Uh, Despite centuries of investigations, there is no scientific evidence that any location is inhabited by the spirits of the dead. So there's no scientific proof that ghosts exist. However, I will say, 
I, I will say, I do remember when I was like middle school and high school, I would stay up like till like three o'clock in the morning and I would see those episodes on the History Channel or Discovery Channel or whatever it was. And they were like bringing in those, like those, those whatever detectors they have. And the like spectrometers. The, yeah. And they would test out like, oh, is this, this audio? That's where I heard something. See, <laughs> this is why I don't mess with this stuff. This is why I don't mess with this stuff. I swear I heard they talk so- about it and it happens. I thought it was just like one of my kids' toys or something, but I swear I heard something. Okay, okay. Anyways, but I remember it like being like tense about it. I'm like, oh crap, is this can can this actually be real? And like, is this no? Yes. I I I I get how people can get like stirred up about this stuff. I mean, we we see it in our culture. We see it. I mean, it's. I mean, we're gonna talk about it in a second, but it's everywhere. It's it's like oh yeah. You, there are so many things. I mean, who has it? Who has it in the middle of the night? You you wake up and you're like half asleep and you're half awake, and you and you're like getting a drink of water or maybe you just hear something and you just look around and you know, you know there is nothing over there. You know there is nothing in that corner. You know you but put you, your laundry over you there. You get scared to look into the corner. You don't want to get case. up. You don't want to get up. You're like, you know what, on the 99.99% chance or the, or the 0.001% chance that there is something over there, I'm not going to risk it. You know, I'm I'm good don't right here. Look, don't want to look. Don't want to get near it. <laughs> don't want to move. Maybe if I just stay here under the blanket, it can't get me. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm one that, I like, I won't put my foot out of the blanket no. in my own bedroom. <laughs> and my house is, like, blessed with holy water and prayed over. My wife sages all the time. Yeah. Um, it. It's just something I don't mess with, to be honest with you. I don't even watch the movies, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, ghosts freak me out so much. Wait. All right, so getting into a little more of the history of this then. One of the most frequently reported ghost sightings in England dates back to the 16th century. Anne Boleyn. She Who? Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. Sorry, not, I don't not, know why I did that. <laughs> not the band Anne Boleyn. <laughs> Anne Boleyn. <laughs> She was the second wife of King Henry VIII oh, and the mother guy. of Queen Elizabeth I. Yeah, we all know King Henry VIII. Ooh. He had six wives. Uh, she was a second of them. And she was the mother of Queen Elizabeth I. She was executed at the Tower of London in May of 1536 after being accused of witchcraft, treason, incest, and adultery. You know, the kind of things that you don't want the person that you're killing to come back no, and haunt you with. No, not at all. I feel like if I thought somebody was a witch, I wouldn't kill them. No. I would just... No, move them somewhere. No, just and I would I would make sure that they were as happy as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, could you do your witchy thing somewhere else and not not near me? Look, you what, do you, what your, do you need? You do your thing. I do my thing. Okay? <laughs> we're just gonna go to the different sides of the country here. Uh, what do you need to be happy? That's what I would have done. But no, he decided to kill her. And then sightings of her ghost would be reported all over the tower and the castle grounds and other various locations. So. That's probably one of the most historical, yeah, historically known ghosts, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Anne Boleyn. Um, looking at America's own rich tradition of ghosts, because we're there, America. There's plenty of them, yeah. So many, oh my God. <laughs> but um, diving into America's own rich tradition of historical ghosts, one you wouldn't think too much about, Ben Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Uh, ben Franklin's ghost has been seen all over Pennsylvania. He has a statue there that has been said to come to life. Um, there are tons of ghost sightings that have been reported at the White House, you know, former presidents and things like yeah. that. Uh, one of the biggest ones at the White House, Abe Lincoln. Not surprised. I, I would. You know what? If I was Abraham Lincoln, I would. I would come back and haunt all these guys. <laughs> I gave you guys a country. <laughs> I brought you back together, and you're tearing yourselves apart again. <laughs> Andrew Jackson, dude, you, seriously, as soon as I leave, you you mess all this up again? Seriously? I was just here. <laughs> oh, man. Could you just imagine how mad Abe Lincoln's ghost would be <laughs> right after he dies? I would just come back and complain about the theater if it, yep. were, if it were me. Like, if I were Abe Lincoln, I would haunt the theater. Like, only the theater. <laughs> Come back to the guy who's in charge of security. I freaking told you to check that back, the back door, dude. Did Just, you lock it? I would stay in my own little box where he was assassinated. You're in my spot. <laughs> oh, oh, man. No, seriously, though. At, so, at the White House, you know, everyone from first ladies to queens, prime ministers... They've all reported seeing some kinds of ghosts. So these are like people of well-renowned. Like yeah. They hold high political office. They were elected or born into the right family, however you want to claim it. Um, but they are reporting ghosts. They felt the presence of Abraham Lincoln. 
uh, especially during the administration of FDR, which mm. I don't I don't know if that says something about our country. I that don't like that. Abe Lincoln haunted FDR, like specifically. Ugh, I don't but like that. There you go. That, take it for what it is. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't. I don't. It I, should. I don't like that. You don't need to. I don't even believe in ghosts, and this is not even a. I absolutely believe in ghosts. I don't. One hundred percent. Okay. 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 Let, let's talk about the, the good and the bad. Not all ghosts, uh, or by I guess lore, uh, are evil, uh, and not are all good. Um, so some Native American tribes were wary of spirits of their friends and relatives coming back, not to intentionally harm, but through fear of loneliness, they thought the spirits might try to take others with them to the afterlife. Yeah. So like a bad gig in the Chippewa Nation, I know um, like Ojibwe people would put ashes on kids' heads, mm. kind of like. Uh, Catholics do for Lent. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that was just to show that that child did not want to go with the uh, oh. newly deceased person. So if their spirit did come back, they would be lonely. They'd be looking to take someone with them. Yeah. It wasn't like out of malice or anything. It just, right. you're scared and you're alone and you want to go with someone. So the parents would put ashes on their kids' heads to tell the spirit, hey, don't take my kid. Yeah. And it usually worked, I guess. That's <laughs> I guess. It's a tradition that's still like... Do you, goes. do you know how old that tradition is? I do not, but it's Chippewa Nation, so it's got to be crazy old. Well, because I'm, I'm just like I'm paralleling this off of um, with with the Israelites and pouring blood over their their doorpost to uh, when when Moses was in Israel and and the plagues were happening right, right, and right. they put the blood over the doorpost to protect them. What a stark parallel! I mean, that's a that's crazy. That's the kind of stuff that I I come to with like spiritualism versus religion nowadays, yeah. like. You can say what you want about whether or not God is real, but the First Nations people and Native Americans have the same like creation story, and they have the same story of redemption uh. as these uh, Judeo-Christian religions. Right. And it's crazy how parallel they are before yeah. the uh, priests and the— um, whatever you want to call them. Europeans, the Europeans colonized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before they even got here, like they already had these beliefs, which is why it was so easy to uh, colonize yeah. those people with religion. Cause they were like, Oh yeah, that story that you have, it's the same thing. You just change the name of creator to God. You change wow. the son of the creator to Jesus and yeah. you can keep your own stories. Dude, that's so wild. Because there's even a passage in Scripture, and I think it was in Romans, where Paul basically says, like, God makes himself known through all creation. And so Because yeah. you, you have to think about it. It's like, okay, you have the Bible that takes place for over, you know, a few thousand years. But even then, it wasn't distributed until, like, centuries later. And so you, you have so many other cultures that had no idea about anything that was happening on that side of the world for millennia. Right. So— how how did they know about God? How did they hear about you know Jesus? And that's oh man, that's interesting. How did they have morality if morality is supposed to just be from God? You know, it's, it's one of those crazy things. It is. Oh, I like that. Okay, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Sorry, getting back to ghosts though. Ghost. Um, yeah. So those tribes would do that. They would put the ashes on to protect their children from ghosts, and that's just a weird like coincidence that. type thing, I guess, that it lines up with that. Interesting. Uh, but it shows that. The Jewish people also did the same thing to protect their kids from, yeah, well, from the angel of death. But who's to say that that's not a ghost to them as well? Yeah, solid. Yeah, nah. there are all kinds of uh, stories and movies about helpful ghosts too, though, like the Charles Dickens story. Oh you yeah, know, the ghost of Christmas present, past. past, and future, or Christmas to come, whatever you want to call it. Right. They were just helping Scrooge, you know, fix his life. Yeah, <laughs> helping all the people around him. Um, they weren't necessarily out to get him or anything they were just showing him you know what life could be yeah or what life was or what it currently is so they weren't like trying to hurt him they were actually trying to help him so right those are the kind of like helpful ghosts and then you know there are also the evil murdery bloody mary style ghosts yeah. where they're literally just out there to kill you <laughs> so you know those are the ghosts that i feel like i would deal with more just because of my luck oh. like Dealing with ghosts, they're always the, the scary ones. It's never like, hey, Chris, you forgot your keys. Oh, thanks, Mr. Ghost. <laughs> you know, it's never one of those ghosts. It's always the ones where it's like, if you leave your bed, I will kill you. <laughs> you feel like it's like an assignment or do you, like, you get to choose when you become a ghost? Like, all right, you want to be the super nice one or you want to be a murdery one? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was a nice guy in my life. I think I'll be a murdery yes. ghost. Do you get to pick your location? Like, do, is it just like places that you've been that you haunt, yeah. or do you like 
you go back, can you just be like a wandering ghost? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. You know, I know I'm going to hear this from my wife because I, I cannot. Well, I guess we'll talk about it later because one of the ghosts that I'm thinking of right now is in a popular show that I know my wife watches, and I'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, you got to think it's like let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go travel a little bit. Let's go see the world. I mean, <laughs> do, do, can you travel? Can you get on a plane? Do you, can you just cross the you know the river? The, Maybe the you just ocean? possess a cat. Oh no way! Oh, Dude, full circle. There it is. There it is. <laughs> That's a cat. Travel the world. Uh, okay. All right. Let's move on, dude. Yeah. Uh, so a second ago, we were talking about, you know, the Bible and stuff, how ghosts relate to religion and things like that. Yeah. So both of us are pretty well versed in Christian study, Christian theory, Christian yeah. theology. I'm so so. You know, that's what we are. We grew up Christian. We're <laughs> very church, much so. Church kids. Uh, okay. For sure. Um, so let's talk about ghosts in the Bible. Yeah. Starting with uh, one of my favorite ghosts, King Saul... Uh, went one time to see the Witch of Endor, which is not just a forest moon. <laughs> so crazy. Um, but he went to see the Witch of Endor, and he had no idea what he was supposed to be doing. They were in a time of war, yeah. and he wasn't hearing from God. Samuel had died recently, so he had no prophet. So he asked the Witch of Endor to bring up the ghost of Samuel. Guys, this is real. Th- this it's is in the Bible. It, this is in the Bible. Hey, I'm going to look it up real quick. I think it's Kings, uh, First Kings. That makes sense. I'm not positive, though. Uh, but anyway, he goes to see the Witch of Endor, uh, has her summon Samuel, which, first and foremost, he wasn't just chilling there. Like, she had to work to summon right. the ghost of Samuel. Yeah. And when he got back, he was mad. <laughs> he was pissed. He's like, what are you doing summoning me? This, this is not okay. Like, he, w- he was mad about it, yeah. right? And he came with all kinds of, like, doom and gloom warnings. And, you know, the very next day, Saul ended up dying on the battlefield. Yeah. Which, again— Goes a show. You should not mess with this stuff. That's what you get. You mess with ghosts. You get the horns. Is that that's the saying, right? You mess with the ghost, you get the horns. Is that the thing? Yeah, sure. sure. I'm pretty sure it's a bull, but whatever. Something like that. You can replace bull with ghosts. Oh Either way. Uh, so yeah, that's one of my favorite ghost stories because it shows all the warnings and all the reasons that you don't mess with ghosts, right. even if they're your friends. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> Chris, if I die and I become a ghost, just don't mess with me, man. I'm not. <laughs> Uh, by the way, that is found in First uh, Samuel twenty-eight. If you're First looking Samuel. it up, it's it's real. Like I'm looking at, it, I'm like, yep, he definitely goes to uh, a witch and definitely sums up uh, Samuel, and he definitely talks to this ghost. It is right there in scripture. Okay, so another one. Um, okay, so uh, this also kind of just depends on your definition of what a ghost is. But let's talk about Jesus because Jesus. I mean, theoretically, he he doesn't deny that ghosts are not a thing. So right. the story is Jesus is walking on water. His disciples see this figure walking on water and they can't see who it is. And they're like, oh man, it's a ghost. And Jesus is like, guys, shut up. It's me. Okay. That's basically what yeah. he says. I'm, this is a Tim translation here. Bruh. <laughs> uh, bruh. But, uh, but here's, here's the interesting part about this is that he doesn't deny that ghosts are like fake or anything like are, are real. Like he doesn't like go guys, ghosts aren't real. It's just me. Chill out. Yeah. He just says, yeah, I'm not a ghost. I'm Jesus. And they're like, oh, cool, chill. Yeah, you're just Jesus. That's fine. Oh, okay, we're good. We're good. Wait. Are, are you saying there's – yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, so Jesus, I mean, take it as you will. He didn't He didn't deny it. He didn't deny yeah, it. No, he, he actually – I think the direct quote was, touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. I mean, th- that sounds like confirmation to me. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I mean, if I were a ghost, I wouldn't have flesh and bones. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, no, you've got flesh and bones, so you're not a ghost. Makes sense, yeah. Wait. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to cut right to it because I know this is the next thing that we're going to. But, I mean, you have – and this is one of my – actually my favorite examples in Scripture is when Jesus is going up the mountain to talk and pray, and he brings – I can't remember how many – I think it was only two of his disciples. I think it was his closest. I think it was Peter and – John. John. Uh, It was Peter, John, and uh, John's brother, I think. Oh, Uh, 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 I should know this. <laughs> Whatever. He, he brings there, up there, some, there were three. Yeah, yeah. He brings them up to this mountain, and he goes, all right, guys, just chill here. And then all of a sudden, he's just talking to Elijah and Moses. Just yeah, just like floating in the sky. Just having a conversation. And the disciples see this, and they're like, ah, uh, Jesus, bro? <laughs> so, so it really does depend on your definition of what a ghost is. But let, let's just make it clear that, yes, it is actually possible, because we see it here, that if you're, I mean, if you're religious and you believe in the Bible and stuff, that, yes— People who are no longer in their bodies can come back down to earth. Yeah. It's a thing. Jesus was no longer in his body. 
talking to Elijah and Moses who are long dead. Right. It is a thing. It is a thing. So the question is for us today, which is creepy or cool, however you want to look at it, is is that still a, th- a thing that's happening today? I think so, 100%. You know, I was on – at the beginning of this podcast, I was like, no, no. But now that I'm like, re- like re-looking back at some of this stuff, I'm like, you know what? Maybe. 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 I'll take a maybe. Uh, I'll take a maybe. Maybe. I can work with a maybe. (laughs) Uh, Moving on from this one, though, because I know not everybody that we know is all about the Bible as far as proof. So let's let's look at some other stuff. How about ghosts in media? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, So, like, most media makes ghosts out to be fake, like, you know, Scooby-Doo or... Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? I'm joining? No, I'm not going to join. <laughs> I'm done then. I told you I want to be done with this topic as quick as possible. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, most media makes ghosts be like something out of Scooby Doo. People in costumes, you know, elaborate pranks, wires, and all that stuff. Right. Um, there are videos all over YouTube of like haunted apartments yeah. that are just like clickbait TikToks where people are like, "Oh, my lights are flickering on and off," and like, "Bro, you've got a Z-Wave light switch. You're doing that from your phone. <laughs> I can see you." Like that kind of stuff. Um, but there are also movies and shows that they're supposed to be fake, but they've got power behind them. Right, right. Movies like uh, Annabelle or The Haunting at whatever uh, Blythe Manor. Yeah. That kind of stuff, like ghost movies, the kind of stuff that I don't watch and don't mess with. There's like a whole genre yeah. that I just I can't get behind <laughs> with like malevolent ghosts that are trying to uh, kill Whatever main character, like... Did you did you watch Paranormal Activity? I did not. Or any of them? Nope, I didn't watch Paranormal Activity. I didn't watch Paranormal Black Activity. <laughs> I, no, Brent, I, I can't even watch, like, the comedy versions. Like, Scary Movie, <laughs> that type of stuff gets me. You could do that one? I, I think I've watched Scary Movie, like, 1 through 4, but... <laughs> I, they, I still, not like... 5 through 20. <laughs> no, they, they still freak me out. Um, like, I mean, like... I can give you the synopsis of any one of these ghost movies, though, based on the very limited information that I have. Like, give me a ghost movie. I'll tell you exactly what happens in it. Um, Sixth Sense. So there are ghosts haunting. I I know they haunt this little kid. Um, I've actually, I don't think I've ever seen Sixth Sense. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, though, uh, speaking of media, let's let's go over some of our favorite ghosts. Let's do it. Um, So for me, obviously, like I said, I don't mess with the scary stuff. Yep. So my top three favorite ghosts. Number one, the Flying Dutchman. From SpongeBob? From SpongeBob. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, that is probably one of the best ca- And even one of those episodes kind of scared me a little bit. I forget which one it was. But one of them, t- I think it was the one where he was, like, haunting SpongeBob, and he turned into, like, a centipede and then right. a baby, oh. and then, like, it, it, that was scary for me. Uh, but he's probably one of my favorite depictions of ghosts, I think. Yeah. Especially the, the episode where he brought them on his ship. Right, right. Oh! Yeah! Little, That was the best. Um, another one that I really enjoy, and I didn't like this one at first, but my wife is a big fan of the story and the movie, mm. so we've watched it a few times, and, you know, as you watch it, you desensitize yourself to stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh yeah, again, still creepy. Yeah. But the the story behind it is a really cool story. Right. You know the uh, all kinds of really cool stuff like that. Um, just having this like headless horseman riding around, cutting off people's heads that aren't doing what they need to be doing. Yeah, you know, just being good people. Really, is that Tim Burton? Uh, he did a version of it. Yeah, there are a bunch of different versions oh, okay. of the story. But yeah, Tim Burton did one with uh, Johnny Depp. That's one. Yeah, obviously, you know Johnny Depp's in everything. Tim Burton. Yeah, um, and then. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Come on. That's, that's along my lines. Like when I, I remember watching this one in the 90s when I was a little, little kid. I think like five. And even that one got me a little bit when I was younger. But Casper the Friendly Ghost was probably the best depiction of ghosts to me. Right. Because he was so nice. He was so nice. He, he meant no harm to anyone. <laughs> he protected people. He just wanted to go to the dance. <laughs> so that, those are my uh. top three favorite ghosts, I think. All right, my, my top three, and uh, one I already mentioned was Malcolm Crow, Sixth Sense. Uh, I just, again, I really like that story. I like the movie, and uh, just the mere fact that. Another interesting uh, thought behind that is, do ghosts know they're ghosts? Like, at what point Ooh. do you figure it out? Like, do you just know, like, uh, you know, here you go, you're a ghost. Or, like, is it, like, something you figure out like so Malcolm did? I guess that depends on the depiction of ghosts, because I know I watched an anime called Bleach a while back, um, which wasn't really 
ghosts. It was like spirits that whatever have you. Uh, But some didn't know that they were dead until somebody pointed it out to them. And then at that point, they either had the choice to go on to heaven or just become overcome by the grief that they are dead and turn into monsters. And so, I mean, it just depends on the depiction, I guess, whether they know or not. Right. Anyways. All right. Next up, uh, number two for me is Force Ghost Yoda. Dude. How, how did that not make my list? I, I don't know. I'm I'm thoroughly surprised as well. Uh, and I picked Yoda specifically because dude is just like, he is the, like, the funny, I'm going to haunt you, like, make fun yeah. of you crap. Like, when he comes back in The Last Jedi, he's just, like, all happy and giddy. And yeah. Like, oh, you don't want to burn that tree? I'll do it. <laughs> explosion yeah like obi-wan's force ghost is like super helpful He's right like, use the force luke but yoda's just like i'm gonna use lightning to burn a tree <laughs> you want your books why did you read them <laughs> right <laughs> page turners they are not <laughs> it's like those are the sacred texts how many times have you read them luke? right I, I mean i was gonna <laughs> uh so yeah i love i love force ghost yoda and then the last one is the dead men of don haro Pick the best ones. How did, how did I not think of these? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, if you guys don't know who that is, that is the uh, the Army of the Dead from Return of the King and Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's Arguably the second best Lord of the Rings, I is, think. Is first one your favorite? No. Two Towers. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Two, two Towers is the best one. My favorite is the third one. but I, It's a but, close second for me. But everyone I usually hear is their the first one's their favorite. That's interesting. I never heard anyone say Fellowship? the second one's their favorite. Fellowship is good. Uh, two Towers is better. The Battle of Helm's Deep is what really sells oh, that's me. True. That that, that's dope. what really sells me. Yeah. All right. Anyways, but yeah, those are my three favorite. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are the the top five, top six, I guess, uh, favorite ghosts of your pod hosts. <laughs> that's a great name. Pod hosts. We got to come up with names for everything. I, I heard a, a podcast recently, the one I mentioned in our last pod, um, yeah. Under Our Roof. They call their people house guests. Oh, fun. So we got to come up with like a name for our listeners and a oh, name for ourselves. Yeah. I guess that's a thing. Uh, okay, dude. Personal experience. You ever see anything or resemble some kind of ghost? Yes. Or- all the time. What are you talking about? So I have night paralysis uh, with my night terrors. Sometimes yeah. I'll wake up and I'll see stuff and I'm like, oh, God, if I move, I'm dying. <laughs> like, this is it. But I can't move, so it's fine. Yeah. It, it's fine. Um, I, I definitely know when I was a little kid, like, uh, one time I was walking through my house and I saw my grandfather sitting in a chair. Yeah. And he had been dead for, like, years, like a few years. Right. And he was just sitting there smoking like he always did. And then I turn around to, like, see if anything else is around me. And when I look back at the chair, he's not there. Mm. So that kind of stuff, like, I feel I haven't been, like, haunted. Right. But I've definitely seen ghosts. And I I guess that kind of goes back to why it's so important to, like, not diminish anyone's experience. Because as far as we know, if you're religious, then you can definitely believe that there is such a thing as non-bodied people being down here on Earth, whether they're summoned by Jesus or not, right. it's possible. Possible. Plausible, even. Plausible, yes. Yes. I'll, I'll give you that. I personally have not. I I can't think of anything. I mean, I've had those like little night, like, eh, there's something in the corner, but probably just a shadow of something. But I never, I've never had that experience of like, okay, I saw a dead person or whatever. It's just it's never been there for me. Maybe, I, maybe because I wasn't looking hard enough. Have you ever been to Maxdale Bridge in Colleen? Nope. Okay, so in Killeen, Texas, there's this bridge that's the site of a bunch of suicides. A school bus went over the edge of the bridge, and a bunch Jeez. of kids died. It It's an awfully haunted place in Killeen. That's where all the high schoolers go, and they're like, oh, if you go to the bridge, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's the scary place in Killeen. That's because you're not cool like me. Yes. Um, anyways. So if you take your car, you can put, like, uh, baby powder or something on the hood of the car, and you just park your car, turn it off, and the story goes that your car will start to move. No. And then when you get out of the car later, you can see handprints of the kids trying to push you away from the bridge so your car doesn't end up like theirs. Helpful ghost. Still terrifying. <laughs> um, I know several people that have done that. I was there one point by accident. And the car started moving on its own. No, you didn't. It could be magnetism. It could be a lot of things. There's a lot of different theories behind it. Yeah. Um, we didn't do, like, the baby powder thing, so I don't know if we were being pushed by ghosts or not. But that is a real place in Colleen that's super haunted, and I've been to, and I did not enjoy my time there. That's why the scientific process is so important. What are you going to scientificize, <laughs> Tim? 
How, how are we going to scientificize there, 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 this? There's experiments you could do with all of this. How? I, I don't Name know. One. Name I, one. Look, I'm not. Look, I'm not a scientist, Chris. I, I'm not diminishing your experience. I'm just saying let's let's I test it like out. I feel like you are. I feel like you are. <laughs> Chris, I think we talked too much about ghosts. I think I think we should. And we'll never talk about it again. No. We're done. The one and only. Let's let's pull our conclusions in. Real or not, Tim, what do you think? Um, plausible. As far as what modern society views ghosts as, no. As far as, you know, spirit beings that could possibly exist in this earth, yeah, sure. All right. I fully believe it, 100%. I think ghosts are real. All right. Well, that's it, dude. <laughs> Let's move on with the rest Moving of the show, on. guys. Don't leave because we got a little more uh, to offer you all. I hope you're still around. <laughs> I hope you haven't been taken by the ghost. <laughs> we hope that you're still around. All right. We'll be back. And we're back. We're back. Eventually, we're going to get like commercials and stuff for that, right? Eventually, this will happen. <laughs> we just need to start plugging random businesses and then going to hope that they pay for us. That's actually not a bad idea. Like, maybe we should like go recommend like different places in Killeen Heights in the area, Central Texas area, and just yeah. I don't know. So, if you haven't been to Taqueria Mexico Lindo on Stan Schluter Loop in Killeen, Texas, it's, I would definitely suggest that they they made our dinner for the evening. They did. Um, I paid for it obviously Thank because you. we're not being sponsored by them. But it was delicious. It was great. We love tacos. We so do. Try that spot. It's pretty good. Um, let's get to our next segment. Hashtag Ask Chris and Tim. Yes. All so right. let's let's hear our first question. All right. So Jess asked my wife, "What's the stupidest thing you've ever done?" And I can't I can't narrow it down. We've done so many stupid things. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll probably give the one that stands out to me the most. Uh, when I was in high school, I was driving uh, uh, my dad's truck. And uh, it was spring break. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay, so back in the day, uh, we had a volleyball court in, in the middle of, like, what is now the church parking lot. And so we, we had a field that was on the other side of that volleyball court uh, or volleyball sand pit, whatever. And so I decided, like, hey, I want to listen to some music while we play out in the field. So I got in the car, which, by the way, is only a two-wheel drive, and I get onto the sand, and we're doing fine. Doing fine, and then I decide to stop for whatever dumb reason, and then I decide to put it on go, and it doesn't go. <laughs> yeah, you got your tires stuck in a sand pit. It's a church volleyball in court. a church volleyball court. <laughs> I also remember we tried to put like wooden two by fours <laughs> under <shut> it. <laughs> To, like, give you some grip, and it just launched them. Like, if anybody had been back there, they would have died. That would have been game over for them. It would have cut them in half. Oh, man. Oh, that was such a good time. I forgot about... <laughs> oh, man. Um, what, yeah. is, what is the dumbest thing I've done? I've done a lot of dumb things. I think one of the dumbest things I've done was I like to start fights. With other people. Not like me and other people. Like, I like oh, to start fights between, between people. two people yeah, yeah. that I do not know. <laughs> uh, so I think I might have ended a really, really strong relationship. <laughs> I I was at a concert one time, and I was throwing things at this girl. And she thought it was her boyfriend. <laughs> and I kept throwing things at her, and she was like, if you don't stop, I'm leaving. Okay, but if it gets to that point, there there must have been some other baggage already Maybe, happening. but I I don't know. It's a crazy story. <laughs> so I'm I'm throwing stuff at her, and she ends up getting mad, and she leaves, like, you know, you would expect. Right. And he runs out after her, and then later on that night, there was a car accident. I don't know if it was them. I have oh. no idea. But, like, in my head, <laughs> I I do that. So this leads me to the stupidest thing I've ever done. Somebody offered me concert tickets to go with them to see one of my favorite bands, Flogging Molly. Yeah. I did not go because I was still feeling guilty about that concert. (laughs) And I think turning down those concert tickets was the stupidest thing I've ever done. Wow. That that did not go where I thought I was going to go. Right? It was a roller coaster. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I wanted from this story. Yeah. Uh, no, truthfully, nice. I, I don't know the stupidest thing I've ever done. It, I've done a lot of stupid things. Oh, man. All right. What's the next question? Uh, next question would be from Micah. I believe this is one of your friends. Uh, yeah, Micah. yeah. Who do you think will win round 16? Um, 
I'm assuming that's a sports ball question. Sports ball. It's a uh, basketball college uh, college madness. College March madness. madness yeah. March madness. March yeah. madness for college ball. I'm familiar. College ball. Is, is UT a thing? Are they in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm voting UT then. All right, go UT. I'm going to go for my dad's uh, alumni, and I'm going to go for Iowa, so. All right, there you go. There, th- that's th- those literally as much as I know about sports balls. So. <laughs> there, Micah's apologies, but we have no idea about anything regarding college uh, basketball. The last basketball game I cared about, Michael Jordan was playing. So there you go. <laughs> that's all I got. But wait, do you remember? Do you remember the one time where we were going to? I think it was your birthday, or it was maybe yeah, I'm pretty sure it was your birthday. And your dad got tickets to go to a college UT game. Yeah, I remember that. And it was going to be me, you, and Dre. Right. And, and we, then we, we wake up on a Saturday morning. We're getting ready to go to the game because it was supposed to be like an early afternoon game. Yeah. And we get in the car. And who who finds out? I think it was you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're the one that found out. I'm looking at the stuff online. I'm like, it was supposed to be like UT versus Baylor or something. And I remember looking at it. I'm like, oh, cool. They Did they start already? Wait, they finished. This game was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, the game was yesterday. <laughs> it was the day before we got into the car to go to this game that my dad had bought tickets for for my birthday. So, didn't we just go like to CC's Pizza or something? Yeah, we, we just ended up at like a pizza place and we went to an arcade. My dad felt so bad. Dad, if you're listening, I forgive you. <laughs> I forgive you. I I love that story because you know what I, I even then I wasn't into like uh, uh, college basketball, so it would have been fine. But like I I, I genuinely love that. You know story what? That's not that. even the first. That's that's not even the only time that's happened to us. Because for your bachelor party, we were supposed to go to Six Flags. I bought season passes for both of us to go. Yeah. And then we get in the car, and I'm like, all right, this is this is going to be it. And on the way there, we're in Austin already. Right. We, you decide for some reason just to look up everything because you're the researcher. Right. And you realize Six Flags is closed. <laughs> so I call them, and I'm like, hey, are you guys closed? And they're like, yeah, we're closed. Why? <laughs> the season's done. Like, like, no, wasn't it like the end of the season or no, something? No, it just hadn't started yet. Oh, yo. <laughs> so... I'm like, I just bought these tickets, and she, the girl was like, yeah, you bought the tickets for the season of the end of this year and the beginning of next year, but we're not in season right now. Those tickets don't start until, like, the yeah. week after next. And I was like, but I called, and I asked when I bought these tickets. Someone She's lied. like, I, I don't know who told you what, but we're not open. <laughs> so we just ended up in Austin for the day. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's Maybe that's the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> So to answer your question, Jess, your husband's bachelor party <laughs> was the dumbest thing I've ever done, and not for the traditional bachelor party right. dumb reasons. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, Harley asked, what is your dream car? I think we actually shared this one. Uh, it's close. Oh, okay, what is yours? Yeah. So mine is a 65 Shelby uh, 427 Super Coupe. Uh, oh, okay. Actually, I'm sure you've seen Jay Leno's blue car yeah. with the, I think it's 35 on the side mm-hmm. or 16, whatever the number is. doesn't matter. $35 million car. That car, I would murder a human being for. <laughs> you would become a ghost for that car. I would make a ghost for that you car. You would make a ghost. And then I would leave the country so that that ghost couldn't haunt me. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, mine would be a 1967 Shelby Mustang Cobra, uh, el- otherwise known as Eleanor. From uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. That's right. Uh, and so that one, I have I mean, I've always like uh, Shelby's. Those are always really awesome, beautiful cars, uh, but I love that one. That's also arguably Nicolas Cage's third best movie. Right after National Treasure and National Treasure 2. Mm, good argument. I like that. All right. Uh, next up, Andrew asks us, was there ever a time where your friendship was tested, and how did y'all handle it? That, Andrew, is a good question. It is a good question. We, when, when I was actually, when I showed him this question, showed you, Chris, this question, like there was something that came to my mind, but I guess it was just like me feeling guilty for something, and it was yeah. like it wasn't even that big of a deal, or if it was a big deal, it's like we got over. It. I mean, we obviously got over it, but it was just like I, you, you made a great point. It's like we we never had like anything huge, like we didn't get into fights about anything. Yeah, it was never like a friendship ending thing that we had to overcome. Right, like, we've had our dumb disagreements. You know, we're human. We're both guys. We've we haven't actually physically fought, but we've, no, we've gotten into yet. some like shouting matches. Um, but really nothing super hard to overcome, no. No, we, I mean, we, we, um, you know, even in high school, like, we, 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 hang, we hung around the same people. More we or d- less, yeah. We've dated 
the same girl uh, dated that. Put that in quotations. Um, as much as you can as in a high school, high yeah. school Christian kid. Yeah, yeah. But even then, like we, I, I can't think of anything where we like, 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 like Chris said, we we we're not perfect. Like we we've always agreed on everything, but it's just I don't know. We we've always just naturally clicked. We're not the same people, and I think that's helped because we kind of balance each other out in our right. own different ways. And so, um, no, there's there's nothing ever that's really made us like you know, consider our friendship done. And I think that's a good sign of a good friend is that you can have your disagreements, you can have your arguments, you can not agree on everything, and yet you can realize that that's not the most important thing, that you agree on everything. You know, there's some fundamentals that you need to have, but, like, even then, it's like, man, if you've been around each other long enough and you, you know, as long as you don't drive each other crazy, I mean, everything's going to be cool. Everything's going to be good. Yeah. That's a good friend. Sometimes you need to drive each other crazy on some topics, but outside of that... Like you said, you you don't have to agree on everything to be good friends. Yeah. Um, now that's not to say that if you have had a situation like that, like you guys aren't good friends or right. anything like that. It's just for our friendship, we've never had to put it to the test in that way. Yeah. Uh, yep. So yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Cool. cool, um, cool. So yeah, please send in your questions. Send it to our social media, Facebook. Um, comment on our podcast on Apple Pod, Spotify, whatever have you. Send your questions to alwaysmorepod at gmail dot com. We will do our best to get your questions on the show. Yes. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. So next segment, quick one, easy one, fun one, one of my favorites, Shower Thoughts with Chris. All poetry is spoken word if you read it out loud. Whoa. Right? What? Right? Huh. And this has been Shower Thoughts with Chris. (laughs) Oh, that was good. Nice. All right. So our next topic, Tim's Well Actually. Okay, okay. So we talked about the movie Sixth Sense. And despite popular belief among humans, us human beings, we actually have more than just five senses. Uh, Actually, some scientists, some people actually argue there's up to like 53. That That sounds like a lot. Now, there's like fundamental senses that we have. And I think think those are like actually seven or nine. But like we have like these other ones. Like there's one called thermoception, and it's like the sense of heat. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. more than just touch. It's like you can feel – I don't know how to explain it. I, I'm not a scientist here. I haven't studied that much of it. But it's like you just feel heat. Uh, another one is nociception, uh, which is the perception of pain. Uh, it's different from touch. It's it's a, it's a – man, I don't know how to explain it's it. It's like an extra sensory perception of the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another one, and again, this is just something that I looked up. Uh, proprioception is the perception of body awareness. So here's here's a test for you. If you're not driving, close your eyes and t- uh. touch your nose. There it is. You just used wow. it. You you that's, knew where your body. Yeah. You knew okay. where it was. That's there's a word for it. Yeah, that's cool. There's a word for it. So yeah, and that's uh, my well, actually, fifty three different senses. Wow, that's that's intense. All right, well, let's go ahead and start wrapping it up. Let's just get some final thoughts on ghosts. That's extra creepy when we're talking about this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it anymore. Uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I mean. I'll go first because I just, you know, I, I think it's just like what I've talked about before. You know, I, I treat the topic of ghosts like I do about a lot of things in Scripture. There's some things that I have not experienced myself that does not mean that I know it all and that that is not real. Um, you know, there's that's why we all have our own experiences. That's why we do church. That's why we have connections. That's why relationships are so important is because we all deal with different things in different places and different concepts. And um, so, you know, ghosts. Fun to talk about, fun to joke about, can be scary. Definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely scary. Uh, I, I mean, my, I already gave my, do I think it's real or not? But I think, um, I don't know, I think there's always more room to talk about it because it's always a, uh, it's a, it's an interesting topic because it can mean a lot to a lot of people in different ways. Right. And that's an interesting thing to think about. It's like, it's to some people in some cultures, it's a big deal. And to some people, it's like, eh, whatever. And see, that's my thing on it, like, because it's such a big deal to some cultures that are completely removed from each other, yeah, I think ghosts are absolutely real. Mm. Whether they are the way that media portrays them is another issue. Right. Um, but, you know, Native Americans have their theories. Europeans have their theories. South Americans have their, their theories. Africa, Asia, yeah. all of that. Any country with people has a theory on ghosts. Yeah. They have rituals and culturalistic things that 
lend to the existence of ghosts, even though they can't be scientifically proven, yeah, or rather they haven't yet. It's you're right. There's always more to discuss about it. There's always something that somebody can say a new experience that we haven't heard, right? That may lend one way or the other. And just remember, Jesus was a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) that's all from the Always More podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. We love having you. We appreciate you. You are the reason we do this. Yes, yes. And guys, don't forget to rate us, subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. We love to know and we love to hear from you. Is that it, Chris? Is that all we have? I think that's it, man. Just let us know what you guys want to hear from us. If you guys have any suggestions or topics or questions, send them in. That's it, guys. We love you all. See you all next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Always More podcast. For further information and to contact Chris or Tim, you can email them at alwaysmorepodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at alwaysmorepod. I feel like you're questioning me. I am always questioning you, but I question everything. Don't take it personal.